Welcome campers, this is Aaron and Bryce, your camp host, and you're listening to Breaking Camp Podcast, conversations about the outdoors and everyday life. Welcome to Breaking Camp Podcast, this is Bryce, and I gotta say, Aaron is not here today. Uh, so he had a slam schedule and just wasn't able to be here. And so uh, here's what I did. I was like, you know what? Why don't we have a guest today? And so I have my friend uh, Josh with me. How's it going, Josh? It's going well. So, Thank you for having me on. Yeah, you're welcome. So I'm the camp host, and I'll just have to say that you're going to be the um, junior camp host in training, okay? So okay. let's not, like, jump ahead of things. Yeah, yeah, let's not. <laughs> Crawl, walk, run here. Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> um so, dude, I think it would be, I've known Josh for a long time, and uh, we go back all the way into the high school years, kind of similar to me and Aaron, um, but uh, Josh and I, we were in the same class in high school, and I moved in, I was the new kid at school, I don't even remember how we met, do you remember? I don't. I, don't. Um, I think it was just through friends, Yeah, yeah. or something I, like that. Yeah, I think it was just through friends, um, and you know, and our high school wasn't huge, right? Um, and we kind of ran in the same circles. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so we just became friends. Right. And that was, like, was that junior year? <clears throat> yeah, junior year. Okay. Um, you were 16. Yeah. It was the great. whole world ahead of us. It, yeah, the world was our oyster. We yes. didn't realize it. Um, but, yeah, it was fun. We had a lot, of fun, a lot of fun. We've been through a lot together. And so, um, anyway, I'm just glad that you could be here. So Thank you. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be a part of this. Today I've got uh, my Barry White... Uh, voice on today because uh and i gotta say it was because of the terrible referee at the timbers game last night um it's all his fault it really is i had nothing to do with it (laughs) (laughs) if he didn't make such terrible calls i would never have yelled at him (laughs) well you know it happens so anyway I'm, i'm drinking my throat coat tea and uh and so anyway i'm just gonna get through it let's do it so anyway uh, we've, we've gone into the outdoors a bunch. You are, you're quite an outdoorsman. Yes. And I, I would, I would call myself that. What would you say your favorite things are to do in the outdoors? Um, you know, I'm a big camper. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, so I, I enjoy camping. Yeah. Uh, I have a Land Cruiser, the rooftop tent and the drawers and, right. and the whole big setup. And uh, I enjoy getting out in the middle of nowhere. Um, spend a lot of time in the Pincho, as you know. It's kind of my jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, I do a lot of fly fishing. Yeah. So I, just, I just got into that maybe five years ago. Sounds about right. Um, That's kind of a funny story, actually. It's, yeah. If you, <clears throat> if you want to embarrass me, go. you can go ahead and tell it. But Well, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's, I'm going to try not to embarrass you. But basically, I remember we used to, when I was younger, I was trying to get all my friends to do what I like to do. Yeah. And we would go hang out and whatever. I'm like, dude, go, let's go fly fishing. Let's go fishing. Let's go fly fishing. Blah, 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 blah. And you're like, I mean, I don't know. I'm just not super into it, but just like, dude, I don't, I don't want to fly. Why do you got to fly? It's fish? a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. It was that. I mean, I mean, you're like swinging that rod back and forth. And it's just <laughs> like, nobody got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about catching fish. Yeah. How, how are you going to catch fish without your, you know, with your stuff in the water? So. So I kind of like gave up. I realized that you, you know, you just, you got to just give a, give an ask or two. And if people don't take you up on it, you just move yeah. on. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how many years later, 10 years later, whatever it's been, uh, you ask me, Hey, I want to learn how to fly fish. We teach me. What did I say? You were like, no. <laughs> and it happened. I can tell you when it happened. It, it yeah. was. It was. I think it was one of the Pincho trips, or not the Pincho trips, but the uh, Olympic. The Olymp- yeah, the Olympic Peninsula trips. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I had a spinning rod set up, and I was all dialed in, like you know, yeah. bobbers and spinners, <laughs> yeah. and I mean, I had like you know the fleet, mm. and I'm like, I am gonna yard these things out, mm-hmm. and I didn't do so hot, and you were like up the river for me, and you were like, doop fish, doop. <laughs> fish dupe fish and you're like how you doing down there and i'm like yeah I, yeah not so hot and then you're like dupe oh damn another one and and i was like okay okay, okay there's something to this where i'm like if if i want to catch fish maybe this is the ticket and so That's so yeah funny. so i went out and bought a fly rod I, I actually my buddy hooked me up with a couple fly rods right 
Right. I was a little um, jealous of that because yeah. it was really nice. Yeah, yeah. My buddy has uh, you know hookups in the fly fishing community, and so I was like, hey, man, I'm getting into this. I have no idea what I need. Hook me up. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so he sent me that three-weight, and he sent me a six-weight. <laughs> and uh, you didn't know what those were. No, no. And he, yeah, and he sent me a three-weight <laughs> Scott. For all you guys oh, out there, yeah. and uh, it's and like I, giving a sixteen-year-old like a Lamborghini. It is, and I'm like, "What do you do with this thing? This thing's like a noodle." Yeah, and uh, and oh, so yeah. it it took a little bit of work, right? Uh, you know, to figure that thing out, but mm-hmm. uh, now it's one of my favorite rods, and I love it. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and I'm and, I, and I'm not. I, I I would I would call myself. Uh, I would call myself probably an intermediate. Fly yeah. fisher person. I'm not an advanced by any means. I'm not a beginner. Yeah. Um, That's about right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I would say that I am in probably intermediate. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, that's kind of, and then, yeah, we've been fishing ever since. And yep. I haven't picked up a, a gear rod in years. You kind of look around. Like, I do the same thing. It's like I get my bass rods out and I kind of look around left and right. Like, anybody around? Anybody around? <laughs> Nobody's going to see this. Nobody's going to see this, right? We won't talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Part. It's like peeing in the woods. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, I, I'm gonna do this, and it's gonna be dirty, but I'm, I'm gonna do it anyway. I hope nobody's around. I know, I know. <laughs> Leave no trace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hurry up, get on that hook, so I can get out of here. Yeah. I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> what are you doing over there, kid? Throwing power bait in the lake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. No. It's a, it's a glow fly. It's, it's a yeah. chartreuse round circle fly. Yeah. Yeah, so that's funny. So yeah, no, it's 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 been a good experience and it's it's been fun. So I've I've, I've really enjoyed it and um yeah. you know gotten big into like the gear aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um and I think now I'm at the point where I'm like I probably need to start getting into like the fly aspect <laughs> and learning the bugs because Bryce always lectures me about bugs and well I'm like I'm like hey man what do you what do you got on there? He's like, well, look, look around the sky. What's flying around? And I'm like, well, I, I don't. They're bugs, it's man. A, like, they're bugs. A skeeter. Yeah. I'm like, can I throw a stimulator on? <laughs> well, I mean, you could. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll yeah. give it a shot, and then I don't catch anything. <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm getting better though. We're getting there. So, I know. I, I'm still envious of your fly rod collection. You have a really nice. I, I just uh, wish setup. I knew how to use them better. <laughs> That's the we'll get, we'll get there. That's the that's the struggle. So you can't, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you, 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 you just can't buy the fish. No, unfortunately. No, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'll just keep inviting you. So I'll be like, hey, why don't you try my rod? You, it seems yeah. to be real hot right now. Let's, I'll use yours. <laughs> hey, my favorite rod costs a hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, Isn't that funny? Yeah. We talk about that a lot on here, where it's like it doesn't take a lot of money to actually get out there and be successful and like have a good time in the in the woods and stuff. Um, but sometimes you get to a level where if you're good enough and you actually know how to use the tool, really, really good gear does make a difference. Yeah. That'd, that'd be nice. And so I'm, that must be nice. Just getting there. Yeah. I don't, idea. <laughs> someday. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So dude, uh, it is fun. We've been on tons of camping trips over the years, tons of adventures. It's, it's a lot. So it's, it's good stuff. Yep. Yeah, no, we've we've been yeah we've we've been a lot of places. We've been to the OP, been to the Pincho, mm-hmm. been to Mount Hood. Yeah, we've yeah. been all over. So up to Clackamas, we've been all over the Northwest. Yeah, I, th- I think I probably yeah. camp with with you, um, you know, almost as much as anybody, if mm-hmm. if not more. So yeah. So anyway, um, that's that's my buddy Josh, and he's going to be with us today. And um, hey, I tell you what, why don't we dip into the camp cooler? Sound good? I like the camp cooler. All right, let's You know it. that about me. Yeah. All right. Today's cooler. Uh, dude, we got a good one today. Um, you are a, a bourbon, what would you call this, enthusiast. You like your bourbon. Yes, aficionado. I kind of like my scotch. You like your bourbon. We've sort of influenced each other a little bit yes. in, in those things. I'm and a bourbon whiskey rye person. Yeah, and I oof, rise for me are a little rough, but I'm I'm I try them every once in a while. Yeah. Today uh, we have a special uh, bottle of bourbon I bought. Um, it's it's Woodford Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, and um, Woodford isn't necessarily unique or anything, but I was over at Gresham Liquor Store, and um, they have their own bottling of the stuff. Their own barrel. Their own barrel. Yeah. Nice. 
And so I, I was, I'm like, what is that? I hadn't even heard of that before. Mm-hmm. And um, so they basically go there and pick their, they taste all the barrels. Mm-hmm. And then they decide, oh, this is the one we want. And they buy the entire thing. Yes. So then when they do that, they'll, they label it. And so it says, um, I think it says on the bottle. It usually says, say, personally yeah. selected by Gresham Liquor. Anyway, I think it's kind of cool. And the, the thing that's neat about it is, say you are very familiar with Woodford for whatever reason. Maybe it's one of your favorites. Um, I'm really kind of talking over my head here. But I think what they do is they'll take barrels and they'll sort of mix, but they'll blend barrels. They do. To, to get a flavor profile that's consistent. It's not. It's still a single malt or whatever. The, no, well, this isn't single malt. This is mash, huh? Yeah. Um, bourbon is a mash, huh? Correct. <clears throat> so they'll just blend it to get the consistent flavor. Well, when you buy the whole barrel, you're just getting one. Yep. All right. So anyway. And then they just cut it, and they're just like, here you go. Yeah. So they do proof it down. Yes. Okay. Uh, however, it's pretty potent. How hot is it? Uh, 90 proof, so 45%. That's standard bourbon. Is it really? Yep. Oh. Huh, didn't know that. Yep. So anyway, um, yeah, so we have this. Uh, I need to taste it here. And we put a little bit of water in it. Scotia, Scotia just water. A, just a dribble. Oh. It's delicious. It's cinnamony. It's it oaky. is a little bit. A little vanilla. Yeah, for sure. And I think the water helps it. Like you can kind of taste the the wood a little bit more. Takes the vanilla. Anyway, it's got a sweet taste to it, and then of course it's it's warm. <laughs> so. I would, I would not say sweet. Really? Yeah. I oh, don't I think do. it's see. I think. When somebody says sweet, I think of like Irish whiskeys. Correct. Or, or Canadian whiskey. Oh, God. That's really, really sweet. Canadian whiskeys are horrible. <clears throat> so. Um, yeah. So, no, I, I, I'm I, a big fan of that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I like it. How, how much was it? I don't remember. 40 bucks, maybe. Dang, that's a deal. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I think it was about that. Yeah, it's good. I like it. It's but, very. And it's, it's, it's not a regular bottle. It's bigger. Uh, where does it say it? It's like a whole liter. It does look bigger. It's a thousand milliliters. Interesting. So yeah, that's a liter. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Blanton's drinker, as mm-hmm. Bryce knows, and many of you that might know me on the on the show. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big Blanton's drinker. You might know me. Yes. Man. And so remember that uh, junior host. I'm a pretty <laughs> I'm a pretty big deal. <laughs> lots of lots of mahogany bookshelves, <laughs> leather bound books. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm a, I'm a Blanton's drinker. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm like a Whistle Pig Ten drinker. Mm. And um, I've never had the whistle. Wait, yes, I have. Yes, you I have. have I had one. it in my house. That's right, I have. Uh, but uh, no, this is this is good. Like I I could get down on this. Yeah. Anyway, it'd be great in an old fashioned. It was. Yeah, it really would. It would be good. Cause it, and and I just I don't know. It's not super super hot and and tear your throat out or whatever. Yep. Uh, like some of the stuff out there but yeah anyway uh i thought that'd be good and i picked it because i knew you were coming over i appreciate that and, yeah uh, it's, it's delicious yeah so there you go that's our camp cooler woodford reserve single barrel sandy oregon no gresham oregon gresham oregon <laughs> also if you have uh something that you want us to taste you know email us or hit us up on instagram and uh and we'll taste it it'd be fun no i think that's a i think i think it's a great idea yeah because yeah there's there's stuff all the time that i'm like oh i wonder yeah. what bryce and aaron would think about this <laughs> you know we are just super aficionados of everything right so all right all right good cooler that's good whiskey it is it's hitting the spot all right, so today's topic is going to be firearms in the outdoors. One of those questions that you know when you're when you're out in the woods, when you whether you're hunting or fishing or camping or maybe you're just farm and ranch like me. I got a, ha- a, a hobby farm, right? Or maybe you're you got property and you got a ranch or whatever. Uh, you work in the gun industry, firearms industry. I do. Uh, and this isn't sponsored. You're not speaking on behalf of anybody. Nope. But you're just here as my friend. But you are an expert in the field. I've been around for a while. And so 
I kind of thought this would be a good opportunity for us to ask some questions kind of as a newbie. Uh, if I was going to enter any of these, you know, universes, whatever, um, you know, how to select whatever, how to select the right gun, how to carry it, all that stuff. So let's say, I don't know where you want to start, but you just launch into it. You just hit me with those questions and I will hammer back. I guess, first of all, for it's kind of an intimidating world. It can be, you know. Yeah, for, yeah, for new people, for sure. Um, you know, there, you know, there, there's lots of stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think a lot of those stereotypes are, uh, you know, disappearing. You know, as yeah. as you know, in our in our industry, we call them fuds. Okay. After Elmer Fudd. What's that? What is that? Are, are you Are you serious? Elmer, no, Elmer. I know Elmer Fudd. But okay. Why yeah. Do you, what do you mean, like? <laughs> so fuds. So yeah. So so we call them fuds. Um, where it's like, uh, you know, white guys in their 65, 70 age range. And, uh, you know, you know, they got, you know, they got their brand new pants at Costco and (laughs) we're not supposed to buy jeans. (laughs) No, you don't buy jeans at Costco. And so, you know, we buy them at Bymart. We know. Yeah. You know, (laughs) Uh, yeah. And so, and so, and so, and so you have these guys that are your stereotypical, you know, uh, (laughs) flannel shirts, Costco jeans. And they're you know, and they're they're bearded, and most you of the literally time, are describing Aaron and me. I know, and they well, <laughs> minus minus thirty years. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, that's a disappearing you know stereotype in our you know in our industry, and okay. so you know you know we have and and especially importantly here we have you know a lot of hipsters, a lot of liberals, um, a lot of outdoors people that you wouldn't think uh, you know would ever purchase a firearm, let alone carry a firearm, right. You know, camping, hiking, backpacking, whatever. Um, so yeah, so so so, so yeah, so it, it is. It so is. Can, it can be daunting. So uh, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is that it is, it's intimidating because if you don't fit the stereotype that you think uh, would be the person that walks into like a gun store, even like a, a big box brand, can you not play with the Velcro? <laughs> on your chair. Obviously, I am young Padawan you over here playing with the Velcro in his chair. So I apologize for that, folks. <laughs> That's part of the funny of this episode is Josh has no idea what he's doing. I, mean, I got I got a set ahead of you know Xbox headphones on my ears. <laughs> I got this microphone with a pair of dirty pantyhose on it. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. It's um, fine. <clears throat> I'm like, are these your underwear? What, 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 what? Hey, this is a certified bought on Amazon uh, this, little ball, this, like this 1985. Uh, no, it smells uh, a little funny. That's fine. <laughs> but go ahead. Sorry, I digress. So I guess, but that's what I'm saying. It's like if you don't fit the stereotype that you think would be the person that would buy a firearm or whatever, it is intimidating. So how? So if I were to walk into a place like that, what? What? How do I? Do I just? How do I do that? You know, I know that sounds like a stupid question, but you know. Do, okay, so so first of all, you need to figure. I would equate purchasing a firearm with purchasing a car. Okay, and so it's one of those things where it's like the if you walk into a place and you don't know what you're shopping for, I really don't know how to help you. But there if you you're go. like, "Hey, I got this trailer. I need to tow it." Well, obviously, we're not going to look at the convertibles. We're going to be like, hey, guess what? Over here we have the pickup trucks. This is what you want to tow it. And so, you know, as opposed to, hey, I just want something to drive to the beach, get a little wind in my hair. I'm like, oh, you want a convertible. And so the first thing when when purchasing a firearm is figuring out what the application is. What do you want to do with it? All Um, right. Because that's a big deal. So let's say I want to hunt big game. So deer, elk, most likely. Um, so yeah, so 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 in Oregon we have, yeah, basically deer and elk as and far bears. as you know, and bears as far as you know, yeah. big game. Um, we don't have moose over here, um, you nope. know. We don't have caribou. No, no, um, not yet. Right? I haven't. Well, I mean, last winter we might have had some caribou roll down, but it was a, it was a harsh. <laughs> it was a it was a wicked <laughs> one. Um, but you know, there's 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 all sorts of different, you know, 
calibers. And I don't, I don't want to get like super in the weeds and yeah. start and start keep losing it, people. Yeah, keep it like I'm I'm a beginner. Yeah, I start throwing a bunch of numbers out. Exactly. Right. So I I I would say, and this is all stuff that I'm sure many, you know many of your, of your listeners are outdoors people. Uh, you know, a lot of them have heard these numbers thrown out, but you have you know thirty out six. You have two seventy. You yeah. have three oh eight. Um, you know, you know, those are all, you know, 30, 30, those are all kind of like your standard old school, right. um, you know, calibers. Uh, and, and so, and every manufacturer will make a rifle yeah. in that configuration in those calibers, uh, you know, and then, and then seven MM 300 mag, you know, there's another probably five, just go. super, yeah. you know, uh, common. And then, and then you have kind of your new school, what I would call, um, shooters which are shooting calibers like 65 Creedmoor uh you know 65 PRC and 300 Norma and those are all you lost me I know I, I did PRCs and he's, Normas he's he's glazing over folks <laughs> <laughs> his eyes are rolling back in his head um oh, oh, oh my goodness what is all <laughs> what, this what the heck so I got a um, uh, 4 2 Nainer 4 2 you talking on a walkie talkie uh so, so yeah, so so those are kind of the new school calibers. Mm. Um, so it was me. Okay. Stick with the old school stuff. Right. Um, you know, you it's can always proven. find ammo with it. It's proven. Um, you know, yeah. So 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 that's the way to go as far as you know hunting rifles go. You know, bite. You know, you know we're in the Northwest, and so you have a few different stock options. You have a few different finish options as far as the rifles go. You know, right. you have stainless and blued. For, um, what does that refer to? So, so, so that good question. Uh, so that refers to the finish on the metal parts of the gun, so okay. the receiver and the barrel. Gotcha. Um, you know, we're in uh, a pretty wet climate, especially during hunting season. Right. Hey, guess what? Stainless. Right. <laughs> so, which I would assume costs a little more. It costs a little more. Yeah. But it's stainless. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean it won't rust. It right. just means that it probably won't. So, <laughs> yeah, I've seen stainless <laughs> rifles rust, and it's like, well, this makes no sense because it's called stainless. Right. But it, it does happen. Uh, and then when you get to stocks, they have synthetic stocks. And then they have laminate or wood stocks. Mm-hmm. And so your grandpa had a blued setup with a laminate stock, which was great. But it's kind of like driving a carbureted car. You know, no one does it anymore. You know, you want something super low maintenance. You want a s- synthetic stock, mm-hmm. meaning Lighter plastic, yeah. yeah, um, and uh, you know, a stainless barrel and receiver. So, and and also, it kind of depends on, I would say, your budget, and then just kind of like, what do you like, right? What do you want to see? What do you want to look at? Yeah, that wouldn't you say budget? Budget is one of my favorite conversations, <clears throat> really. But yeah, yeah, let me just tell you a funny story, okay? So, we get uh, guys all the time that are kind of like, you know, hey, I'm looking for a rifle, but I'm trying to keep it under $600. Mm-hmm. And you and and it's it's mind blowing because you're looking at them and and you're like and you're thinking to yourself self self <laughs> this guy's driving a sixty thousand dollar truck yeah and he's towing a forty thousand dollar trailer and he's gonna get on his five thousand dollar quad he's gonna take two weeks off of work at which he makes sixty dollars an hour or fifty dollars an hour or right. whatever right he's gonna spend three hundred dollars in fuel. He's he, and so I know where you're going exactly, and yeah, so yeah. and so you know, and then he's gonna spend two hundred dollars in hamburgers yeah. and five hundred dollars on you know gear on like whiskey camo. Oh yeah, no, no, he's gonna spend two thousand dollars on Sitka gear yeah. because that's what everybody's wearing these days. Yeah, and then he's like, well, I'm gonna spend all this money on all this other stuff, but I want the cheapest rifle I can. And you're like, are are you? Are you kidding me right now? Right. <laughs> because it's just, right. it doesn't make sense. Where it's like, okay, buy a really nice rifle. Buy a really nice scope. Spend the money. You're going in deep anyways. Do it. Um, huh. and, and, that's, and that's one of those things where it, it always blows my mind. Where it's just like, that is money well sp- spent. So, <clears throat> but if a guy, let's say, doesn't uh, make that kind of money, let's say they're making 30 bucks an hour, you know, gotcha. and, and you just adjust it down. Right. So is that, again, that $600 rifle exists, does it not? Totally. 
And and would you say that with today's technology, a six hundred dollar rifle will put something on your dinner plate? Totally. No, it's and that's and it's it's a scalable thing. So so I don't want to be a hunting rifle snob. Don't don't misinterpret me. It's kind of like fly rods. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like yeah, remember this guy has five times the <laughs> dollar amount of my fly rods. But but my favorite fly rod, like I said, yes, yes. is the my hundred dollar one. Yeah. And and so just because I know it well. I can fish it well, yeah. cast well. I like it, um, and so yeah. So, so you, you can buy a really nice hunting rifle for right. five or six hundred dollars. Um, you can buy a really nice optic for three or four hundred dollars. Right. Um, and get out there. Cool. Okay. So, did I answer your question? Yeah. <clears throat> because again, I think we're kind of we're not going to get too specific. Yeah. We yeah we could just get in the weeds about this kind of stuff. I hesitate to ask about shotguns, like if we were going to do bird hunting, but. I mean, it kind of, I don't even know. Maybe let's just go. Well, let's move on. Let's yeah, not do I don't want to talk about bird hunting. Just buy a shotgun. I don't know. I don't know anybody that bird hunts. You don't? I mean, not really. Oh, yeah. It's I, I mean, I mean, I went I went bird hunting, like, story time. I went bird hunting uh, last, last year <laughs> last year with my buddies out in Deschutes. Yeah. Um, and I am non-experienced bird hunter. Mm. And... Everybody's stacked up, and we're walking, th- you know, through you know pu- public property over in you know Madras, Deschutes, Thai Valley area, mm-hmm. and we're like walking and walking and walking up those hills, like by the Deschutes River. Yeah, and we have dogs, and so there's these dogs chasing around all these chuckers. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm not even sure what they're about. Birds. That's what it is. Yeah, and so here are my buddy's dogs mm-hmm. running after birds, and I have a buddy at my two o'clock. And I have a buddy up the hill, I have a buddy at my two o'clock, and I have a buddy at my eleven o'clock up the hills. Yeah. These birds come out, and everyone yells at me. They're like, "Josh, Josh, get it, get it, get it!" And I'm like, "I don't even want to let one rip right now because I am so terrified." <laughs> you had two buddies and a of dog hit, of hitting my buddy's two dogs <laughs> and my two buddies, and I'm like, "Nope, not worth it." Yeah. And then everyone's, and then my buddy, you know, at two o'clock, mm-hmm. you know, he swings his shotgun up faster than anything, and he's like, "Boom, boom!" And both birds fall, and I'm like. I am definitely out of my element. <laughs> I'm like, these guys are really good yeah. and really fast. And I'm like, That's yeah, I'll just carry this thing around for yeah. the next couple hours. And everyone's like, did you get any shots off? No, I, I just didn't really see anything. I mean, uh, excuses, excuses, excuses. <laughs> right. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it was yeah. it was not, yeah, I'm not good, Bert. It, that is a skill that, for real. Well, it takes a lot of discipline because you're right. Oh, you man. have You have specific shooting lanes. Because people and dogs, yeah, right, and um, and so yeah, you definitely have to pay attention to what you're doing. I've, I love it. I've done it uh, quite a few times, and it's it's a blast. But. Well, and and here's and and for me, it's like yeah. okay, cool. If I had that same thing and I had a rifle yeah. or a shotgun, a shotgun that shot a single like round, one. yeah, then I'm like, okay, I know exactly where it's going. But I'm like, I'm gonna spray this hillside <laughs> with shot and. I just, I'm not feeling very confident there's about your, this. There's your Elmer Fudd. Yes, exactly. I was that guy, and I'm like. You shoot as it's pointing Yeah, down. I'm like, I'm not going to do this. And I was packing around like my buddy's super bougie over and under, and I'm like, man, I'm going to drop this. I'm going to do something. I just call that heavily armed hiking. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was an experience. So That's funny. Yeah. All right, so. So anyways, go ahead. So um, one thing that, that I, uh, I used to bow hunt, and. Um, Enjoyed it for a while, and it just became a lot of work. But um, and so I and I found myself thinking about fishing while I was bow hunting. <laughs> <laughs> so I took that as a cue. I already uh, have six sign. fish on now because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's now this time of year. Yeah, hottest time of the year in the Northwest, and you're sweating. You have a pack on all this stuff, and you're just like, oh, this is the worst. You and and you know you might come across some water, and you're just like. I bet, I bet you there's fish in there, and, I, and it would be so nice to be standing in it. Yes, you know. Oh my gosh, knee deep in that cold yeah. water. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yep. Yeah. So, anyway. I am, I am not a bow hunter. Just so all the listeners are clear. <laughs> but um, basically, the Oregon law, anyway. I don't know Washington law, but Oregon law uh, allows you to carry a sidearm when you're bow hunting for personal protection, mm-hmm. uh, predators or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so that kind of, there's a whole, I would say that handguns and pistols, all that 
are even more intimidating to a lot of people. They are. They, than, they are. Than a rifle or a shotgun. Because Yes, they are, because they are harder to use. Yeah. With a pistol, um, you only have two points of contact. Right. You only have your two hands. With a rifle, you have three points of contact. Gotcha. So, I would equate it to climbing a ladder with only your arms. Yeah. <laughs> or, hey, guess what? You get two arms and a leg. Yeah. It's, it's the same kind of thing where people can become very proficient with rifles much quicker than they can pistols. Um, so if I was going to, um, so I'm going bow hunting, say, uh, which I'll be hiking around. It's going to be warm, all this. How yeah. do, what, 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 what type of, of uh, handgun would you, would you recommend, I guess? This, this, this is where, it, this is where it gets, uh, gets a little arg- nerdy. Yeah. No, no, or, no. It gets argumentative. And it gets a little bit, uh, a little bit dicey. Okay. Um, so obviously, your opinion. This is my. Feel opinion. free to have any. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think it's hard to beat a revolver, and mm. and so something in three fifty seven is fantastic. Something in forty four, also fantastic. These are calibers. Calibers, sorry. Yeah, that's right. Um, but forty four is very big. Mm-hmm. Um, even a thirty eight special, fine. Sure. Um, you know, recently in the last five ten years, everybody's all about the ten millimeter. Which is a semi-automatic caliber, hmm. um, ten millimeter being one bigger than nine. It's one more. It's one more. This one goes to ten. This, is there an eleven millimeter? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> uh, spinal tap, everybody. Come on. So, so yeah, so uh, yeah, so I would shy away from the ten millimeter just yeah. because they're big, they're heavy, they take magazines. Um, Are they? Is the ammo expensive? Because that's got to factor into. Good question. Right. Uh, I I would say the ammo is n- ten millimeter. I, I don't think is is much more expensive than anything else. Okay. Um, All right. So, so yeah. And so I don't. I mean, I wouldn't say that would be the deciding factor for me. The the cost of the ammo, but it would certainly factor in. If I had two pistols that would that would serve the purpose the same ish, and one was significantly you know, less when, when I was going to go buy another box of ammo or case or whatever, I would be tempted to get the less expensive ammo if it's going to service just as well. If it's going to, you know what I mean? True. True. And, 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 and many people will shoot a semi-automatic pistol better than a revolver because mm-hmm. of the trigger pull. Hmm. And so for all of your, um, ballistic people out there and people that are firearms people, mm-hmm. yes, I understand that 10 millimeter <clears throat> is, Story time. So, oh, back in the day when they released 10 millimeter, yeah, this was 10 years ago, well, probably 20 years ago, they said, and I can't remember who it was for, if, if it was for the Secret Service, uh, but it was for some sort of federal agency, and they said, listen, 9 millimeter, no, it's not getting the job done. We need one bigger. So they came out 10 millimeter. So American. And so people started, oh, totally. Yeah. Nine millimeter is for the Europeans. We need 10. Okay. And so so what they did is they came out 10 millimeter. Yeah. And this federal agency, which I wish I, you know, Google it, people, because I remember which it it's is. It's got three letters in it, probably. I'm sure it does. Sure. Three letters, yeah. maybe four. All right. And uh, they started fielding the 10 millimeters as mm-hmm. a duty gun. Well, Nobody could hit anything with it because it was too much recoil. Oh, and so then they said, "Ah, that's a that's a lot of stink. That's a lot of velocity. What yeah. do, you know?" So then, what manufacturers did is they said, "You know what? We'll we'll just kind of tone this down a little bit." Okay. So what they did is they is they is they basically neutered the ten millimeter into being um, a forty Smith and Wesson because okay. it is the same diameter, right? As a forty. Yep. So point four zero is the same as ten millimeter. Right. And then, well, actually, people that follow ballistic charts and velocities and everything else, they said, whoa, whoa, this 10 millimeter is the same as 40. Why don't we just shoot 40? And all the manufacturers were like, well, because this is 10. It's 10 <laughs> millimeter. <laughs> and so they kind of bamboozled the, the consumers. Yeah. Into, into, and so if you can find 10 millimeter or if you can buy 10 millimeter that is the old standard yeah. velocity and speed, that is a good round. It's but really hot. It's a hot one. It's a mover. Okay. Um, but these days you have to go to, you know, small little loading companies or load it yourself or something like that. But so, so, so that's the problem. So I just want to say that because okay. I'm sure there are people out there that are like, that's not right. And that's not true. Sure. And I'm like, no, I get it. I totally agree. But there's a backstory. 
I hope that we get tons of comments on. Oh that. my gosh, people are gonna blow me up on the internet. They're gonna be like this guy. We won't give your last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't give my last name. Um, okay, so but you uh, said that you would choose a revolver. Yes, definitely as a sidearm. Yep. Now, you taught me that there's a hammerless and a ha- well, how do you say the hammered one? Hammer. There's an internal hammer. They all, they all have kind of a hammer. There's oh. an, there's an internal hammer and there's an external hammer. The internal hammer okay. is uh, is is shrouded in the gun. It's double action every time you pull it, meaning that when you pull the trigger, you're doing two actions. You're pulling the hammer back, yeah, and then as you pull through the trigger pull, it's uh-huh. letting it go forward again. So that's your two actions. Double action. Okay. Yep. Okay. And then there's the ones with the hammer, which uh-huh. you probably all seen where people cock it. Uh-huh. You know, they, like ch- thumb, ch- with your thumb, yeah, like the cowboys, and yeah, and you pull it back. Yeah. Well, guess what? That's single action. Okay. And so a lot of your revolvers with the hammers, exposed hammers, will be double action or single action. Okay, because my revolver is a double action, but you can you can use it as a single action. It's a double or single. Double or single. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I okay, it would be classified as as both. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, okay. it's, yeah. It's a double single. Yeah, because you can you can bring the hammer back with your thumb and then whammo. I feel like I'm ordering it uh, in and out. How's that? I'll take a double single. Oh, a double single. Uh, oh, did du- you want the animal style? Double single with animal style? <laughs> yeah, extra gravy. So, but the the one thing about revolvers is they usually weigh a lot, right? Not all the time because they have steel frames and they have alloy frames. Alloy being an alloy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Means a bunch of different things. Meaning aluminum. Aluminum. The space age material. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they make alloys and steel frame revolvers. So you, mm. you can pick either. But if it was me, buy a shorty 357 and steel frame, be done with it. It's heavy, I know, but guess what? It works. It works. Huh, okay. All right, so you're not a hunter, you're not a fisherman. No. But you do a lot of camping. I'm just saying the the, the straw man over here that we're, that we're building, right? Oh, uh, you're you're going camping. You are a farmer. You build that straw man. <laughs> I did. I built the scarecrow out there. Um, <laughs> and and you're like, okay, so obviously in a campground, a little different thing. But like, let's say you're going out. It's dispersed camping. You're more in a wilderness setting, and you're going. I just want to take something for protection against whatever varmint, critter, bear, blah 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 blah. Right. So would that would that change at all? If you're if you're doing this for a camping application, so I don't want to bore the listeners. Please don't. But I, I will, <laughs> I'm trying really hard to be. I, re- I represent the, the listeners right now. I know I'm trying really hard to be like the best guest you've ever had, and I'm not really sure if I'm doing well or not. Um, you're not but, as pretty as Cora and, and Amy, so sorry. Go ahead. I don't know. Some I, of your I'd listeners do, might think different. I'd Bryce. have to do a side by side with Zach with you and we, Zach. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I can say now that, you know. So It's a family show, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I got the talk to keep it family clean before the show started. And I was like, okay, so can I say this? And he's like, no. No. I'm like, what about this? Well, yeah. I'm like, okay, so I keep so it like, you know. Pretend your mom is listening. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, all right. So, I, yep, I got this. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm trying to be offensive, which sometimes I can be. You're having this conversation in church before it starts. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so far, so good. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Uh, so you're camping. So I'm How camping. I got a gun. Yeah. So first of all, yeah, you, it goes back to the application question. Okay. Um, do you want to carry this gun when you're sitting there barbecuing some hamburgers on your grill? Or is this like a rifle that you keep in your truck as like a, hey, guess what? Yeah. Just saw this big, you know, barrel roll into camp. Yeah. Um, my personal feelings. This is my feelings. Uh, is I worry when I'm camping and dispersed camping, mm-hmm. probably as much ab- about the two-legged critters as I do the four-legged critters. Uh, okay. Um, and so I have never had uh, a close run-in with a four-legged critter. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we've we've all been camping. And heard them outside the tent or heard them rustling or, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I've never had the side of my tent beaten with a claw. So 
Um, and so it's one of those things where... Well, you've never gone squatch hunting, then. Squatch hunting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I you know, I, I think that... Uh, I think taking a rifle is, is good. I think taking a pistol is good. I, I, I feel like, like the suggestion would be mm-hmm. take what you know the best. Take what is comfortable with you. Okay, I'll say that that represents one perspective. And okay, then sorry. I, I, it's okay. You okay. can have that yeah. perspective. It's fine. But, like, I never want to have to be, I never want to use lethal force against a person, right? Ever. Um, no, that's last case scenario. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you or anybody yeah. else does. But let's say I wanted to safeguard against that and I wanted to have a, a non lethal protection. Is, what do you have for someone that wants to feel safe and it's non lethal, but it's going to de- deter? Uh, whether it's a, a person who has bad intentions or it's a critter, right? Bear spray. That bear spray. That simple. Yeah, yeah. Because because I, I think that you know people talk, talk about tasers and stun guns and all yeah. sorts of other you know less than lethal stuff. Right. Uh, and yeah, I mean it it doesn't. It's not great, but but bear spray, man, I would. Yeah. There's a lot to be said for bear spray. I mean that's. Yeah. Well, I've seen, have you ever just. Look at YouTube videos. Dude, bear spray yeah. is wicked. This is bad stuff. I mean, yeah. it just sprays everything. And and the yeah. thing with a bear spray is that is that you don't have to be accurate. Right. You don't have to be good at it. You just unleash the spray. I mm-hmm. mean, anybody can point in the direction and spray a fluid. Right. And hope the wind's not blowing in your face. Exactly. Well, the <laughs> yeah, the propellant is so wicked in that that it's like oh, even really? if it, yeah, even if you eat a little bit of it, it's most of it's still going to go out for. Oh wow. I've never um, actually uh, used any. Oh yeah, it's wicked. Okay. I mean, it's it's ten is, fifteen feet. Is bear spray different than like mace or whatever? Yes. So bear spray usually has a higher uh, OC percentage. What's that? <sighs> is there a word you, you would ask? Uh, a, what that means something? Uh, it's like capsian something capsian. Oh, you're right. I have heard that. Um, and yeah, and so and so it, it has a higher percentage of that. Um, and so, yeah. And so what actually is nice about bear spray is if you spare it, you know, if you spray a bear with it, it's going to irritate that bear so much, their eyes, they're not going to be able to see. And so you're going to get plenty of time to get away. Yeah. Okay. Have you, have you seen the Revenant? Yes. Exactly. Oof, scary. I watched Just, that on a plane. It was weird. It was a weird plane ride. Yeah, yeah. It's a little dark on a plane. Have you, have you seen the, uh, uh, I think it's called backpacker. No back, back country. But I haven't seen that one. Oh my gosh! Watch, watch Backcountry. So okay. Backcountry is a movie yeah. about uh, some backpackers that go, and they get attacked by a bear, oh and it gosh. is probably the most real case scenario hmm. of a bear and backpackers, in my opinion. Big case for a sidearm and a big old can of bear spray. Yes, my wife will not watch it. So I'm just gonna <laughs> say that right now. If 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 you have a, a a significant other that might not ever go yeah. into the woods again. Right. This Don't is not it. the movie for them. Watch Bambi instead. Exactly. Yeah. So. so I just Googled and oleo, oleo resin capsicum. Yeah. Does that sound right? Yep. That's o- it. OC. Yep. And they make different percentages and all sorts of good stuff. There you go. Cool. So, yeah. All right. All right. So um, I, I actually, that's pretty helpful. Um, and then I just, around the farm and ranch, I mean, I think I got a little... I got some knowledge about this one. I don't think that you can beat a twenty-two. Twenty-twos are probably the best gun ever made. I mean, they're just they're so versatile. Yeah. So I, I've put a lot of rats to sleep with a twenty-two. Um, other varmints that want to kill my chickens, uh, things like that. Yeah. No, I, I think for people that want to get into firearms mm-hmm. or or target shoot or introduce people, you know, beginners into firearms. Right. Uh, 22s is the way to go. I mean, they're, I mean, they're cheap. They're easy to shoot. They're yeah. fun to shoot. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as like a farming application, man, you can, you can whack critters with them. Yeah. Um, you're not going to wake up your neighbors. You're not going to piss anybody off. Yeah. Um, um, it's not a bad way to go. So, yeah, I think one thing, huh? one, sorry. One thing I do want to talk about, which we haven't talked about yet is you have a lot of fishermen people. On, on as, you know, as listeners, yeah, on listen as, yeah. as listeners, yeah, and I, I think that's one do big you, question. Do you hunt fish with guns? <sighs> I'd probably be better at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably be better. <laughs> probably be better at trying to shoot them out of what the water. Than it would be. What do you? What do you got? Like a little size twenty-two, uh, you know, BWO. Oh, I've got a size twenty-two. 
lead fly. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, this is a 12-gauge. It's two and three quarters and over and under. I just spray. Smoke them. I just spray and wait for them to float up. Because I, I do better at that probably than, than just waiting for fish rises. Boom. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I've been throwing this little frog for hours and I got nothing. And Bryce is like, there's 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 no frogs out here. Why are you throwing a frog? And I'm like, well, it looked cute. It was bright. It's kind of buggy looking. What could go sale. wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I call it the kitchen sink when after like three hours of nothing on fishing, I'm like, well, what do I got in here that's big and buggy and bright? Yeah. I'm like, well, I got this thing looks like a frog. Well, I think one of the stories of how I, I, th- I think I've shared before that my favorite fly is called the Carry Special. Um, and it's a very old classic fly that, um, you know, has been around forever. And I had been gifted a box of flies. I think, I, I don't know, I won it in a silent auction or something like that. But I, this fly was in there. There was a couple of them. And it just looked ugly, right? It looked old and ugly. And I was yeah. like, well, this isn't going to work. You know, and I and I was still learning a ton about fly fishing. I didn't know a bunch. And I would go for the ones that were a little more colorful, a little cooler looking. Yeah. I didn't know when, where, what. I didn't know anything. This is like a party on the river. Yeah. This is great. Obviously, this will get yeah. their attention. Yeah. Right? It's bedazzling. Yeah. I'm like, yep. This will bring them home. And so I remember doing getting to that kitchen sink point, and that fly, I finally, after years of carrying that thing around, reach for it, and I use it, and I immediately catch a fish. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a fluke. Whatever. That's crazy, though, right? And I, it was another few trips down the road. Same thing happened. Kitchen sink. I'll try this one again. I immediately catch a fish again. <laughs> Dude, I have a box so, full of carry specials. It's climbed up. Only the, because of you. It's climbed up the ladder. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. I reach for that one a lot earlier now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, yeah. I, yeah. I'm a big fan of the carry specials. <laughs> That's very funny. Sorry, you were going to oh, say yeah, what something. Oh, yeah, were you talking about? I don't remember. This, this, this is where the show goes you off said, the track and people start laughing. He said something we haven't talked about yet. Oh, yeah, yet. fly fishing and guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, so here's, so I, I do ask this question sometimes about fly fishing and guns. Um... I always carry a gun when I'm fly fishing, um, and I have this little little hip pack. Mm. Um, Bryce has like this chest thing, like a yeah. file cabinet that, <laughs> that he pulls off his chest and he pulls drawers out of it, and he's yeah. got eight thousand flies in it. Yeah. And meanwhile, you have I, a fanny pack as big I, as my I, wife's purse. I have a fanny pack that I put on. It's waterproof. It's a fan. It's it's a waterproof fanny pack. It's waterproof. And I, yeah, and I and I put it on, and I'm like, okay, I have these yeah. seventeen flies. This is this is what I'm rolling with, and uh, I'm just kidding. Somewhere down at the <laughs> but bottom, it's is... not. It's really a fanny pack, though. But but yeah. somewhere down at the bottom, you're right. Is a, is is my little Smith and Wesson 38 Special Airweight. Yeah, it's light, it's small, and you know, it's yeah. like if 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 I'm standing if I'm standing knee deep in the middle of a river somewhere in the middle of nowhere, right. And a black bear rolls up, and he wants. He's like, oh, lunch in the river. Yeah, yeah. It's a 38 Special. I get it. Right. But you want to know what? It's better than nothing. Right. And and so it's it's one of those small little guns. It's got a little bit of rust in it. Um, you know, I've been literally swimming with it once. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, I was out. Uh, I was backpacking. And uh, I was at a mountain lake. And you've seen those tree limbs that hang out over the water. Yeah. And you're like, dang, that's, I need to get out. I'm going to walk out there. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. walk out there. Yeah. And I did. I walked like 20 or 25 feet out on this big limb yeah and i'm like dude it's huge it's fine right yeah and i'm out there and i'm fishing away and all of a sudden and i'm like 10 feet above the water and all of a sudden crack oh my god and i go in the water like (laughs) doosh i go just straight in the water and i got my fanny pack (laughs) and and i'm like 20 25 feet off the bank yeah and so i start swimming back and uh by the time i got back i was wet didn't lose my rod Nice. Didn't lose my fanny pack, but I was soaked. And so then it was like, and I was backpacking, and it was like, okay, take all my clothes off, get yeah. them dry, put a new set of clothes on. And I, and I took my gun out of the bag, and I gave it a shake, and water flew out of it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, pulled the ammo out. Right. You know, blew it out, and uh, and then just sat it on top of my tent for the rest of the day, just let it air dry. And the next morning, I'm like, well, here we go again. Packed all my stuff up. 
And uh, I was like, well, I hope this thing works. Yeah. Because I don't want to carry this thing around and not know. So I'm like, okay. So I let one rip yeah. in the middle of nowhere, you know, blow. And yeah. I'm like, you know. It works. <laughs> your ear, your ears are ringing. <laughs> yeah, and it was like the Archer episode. We're like, I'm like, meh, <laughs> meh. <laughs> Meh. <laughs> You're like, I can't hear. And uh, and it worked. So, I mean, it's, there's something to be said for, you know, like wow. I said, revolvers and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, that that's kind of what I carry. But I would just carry something simple and light. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, put it in the bottom of your bag. You don't need some, you know, 44 mag. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if a bear does come down to the river and it decides it wants to eat you, bears are pretty st- they're pretty they don't flighty. Get, they don't want to eat you. Yeah, and so you let a few rip in their direction, yeah. and just the noise alone will scatter them. Um, you know, there's cougars in our area. Mm-hmm. That's a little different gig, yeah. but they're not going to attack you in the water. I, I was. <laughs> I, ta- I ran into somebody bow hunting, uh, and I was carrying a firearm before I had bought my revolver, and I, it was a borrowed one. And, and he goes, uh, and we're talking, you know, whatever, we run into each other out in the middle of nowhere, and we're with, I was with somebody else, and this dude was kind of grizzly, you know? Yeah. But he was out hunting, too. And he's like, what are you carrying? And I don't remember what I was carrying now, but I, I told him. Oh, jeez. And, and he goes, uh, what's that for? And he kind of, I could tell he's sort of, like, making fun of me, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's protection, you know? And he's like, for what? And I was like, well, you know, bears, cougars. And he goes, oh, he goes, well, make sure you have two rounds in it. I'm like, why? So, because I'll miss. And he goes, no, the second one's for you. <laughs> and that's what he said. Because he goes, you're not going to hear the cougar coming. That that, that that's is, that, that's what he said. No, and that's a pretty good point. Yeah. But... <laughs> he goes, you're not going to hear it. Wow. You're just going to be. Did, you're did just going to find it, out. Did you have Costco jeans on? I don't even remember. The guy scared me. The guy, the guy, <laughs> yeah. he scares me to turn the story. He, he scared me a little bit. I'm we were like, like, okay, well, have a good day. All right, thanks. Walk fast. Thanks. Walk fast, look backwards. So, all right. What else you got? I think that's pretty much it. Um, hey, tell I, me a funny story. I don't have any funny stories. I think we're done with this episode. No, we're not done with the episode. We're just getting started. <laughs> um, hey, I just want to thank you for coming on. Uh, it's my pleasure, man. Yeah, thanks for coming. And, you know, it's been a long, we've talked about this for a long time and, and we didn't know exactly what it was going to look like. And so this is good. Yeah. I appreciate it. Had something good to sip on. Good conversation. Uh, learned a little bit and, uh, Hey, I'd love to get your guys' feedback. So I just want to thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You like you do, uh, email us at breaking camp podcast, uh, at gmail.com. Yeah. Don't destroy me in the comments. Don't destroy. Well, <laughs> just we'll see what happens. If, yeah. I'm like, we'll oh, see what happens. here we go. Where's uh, Aaron? Man, the Josh guy sucks. What's <laughs> Who's he just bored us to death with numbers, you know? Well, it's how it goes sometimes. I know. Um, subscribe, leave us a review. Uh, we'd love it. If you think that this is a podcast worth listening to, we're going to ask you to give us a five-star review. It helps us get found. Um, and then most importantly, get outside and have some fun. Mm-hmm.